Hello, everyone. I made a wise but sensitive decision to never step foot in the continent of Africa. the Middle East, the continent of Asia, Indonesia, and India, and I'll tell you why. I'll start with Africa. Africa, as countries within the continent, that imposes the death penalty and imprisonment for people like myself who are LGBTQIA+. The Middle East has the death penalty for people like myself or LGBTQIA plus imprisonment for people like myself or LGBTQIA plus and the death penalty and imprisonment for people who do not ascribe to the state religion called Islam. Indonesia has a no sex before marriage law. So because of the fact that I do not have the gift of marriage, I could face imprisonment for not having the gift of marriage and not allowing the gift of marriage to be imposed upon me. I would not be surprised if they found a way to execute me for being an unmarried child-free person if I were to step foot over there. Um, Asia is known for being hostile against LGBTQI plus people and being forced to marry and to have children is the are the norms within that continent. So could I get the death penalty or and or imprisonment for being who I am? Yes. India, from what I hear, 
India is very big on you have to be married, you have to have children, and India is not friendly to LGBTQI plus people like myself. It could get violent and or murderous if I were to step foot over there. And the other reason why I would not come to Africa is that Africa is a hyper-religious continent to the point where because I have autism, I could get prayer camps, um, exorcisms, meaning they're trying to cast what they call the demon of autism out of me. And I would be left on the side of the road. I could be left for dead. I could be beaten out of frustration that I'm not a neurotypical. They could find a way to imprison me or death penalty me, beat me, hang me, ostracize me, segregate me, and exile me, cast and cast me away from people that don't, that would that that would be ashamed of me. And they would disown me. And the same things would happen to me in the Middle East. In regards to my autism. um, Indonesian, India. When it comes to my autism. And Asia. When it comes to my autism. So... I can't go everywhere because of my physical safety needs, my emotional safety needs, my sexual safety needs, um, my intellectual safety needs, my spiritual safety needs, my academic safety needs, my financial safety needs, my romantic safety needs, and... My central neurotic safety needs, um, my the safety of my heart, the safety of my soul, the safety of my mind, the safety of my body. So th- that's why I have to make these heartbreaking decisions because I've always wanted to visit these places because I'm I'm a global traveler by nature. I just know that there's some places where I can't go also because there's no human rights protections for me within those places. Now, I would never again go to the Bible Belt if I can help it. And the Bible the Bible Belt is known for its ableism, um, its racism, like like Asia. And It's known for its emphasis on procreation and matrimony. 
and it's known for its queer phobia. So there's no human rights protections for me even within the Bible Belt. And the Bible Belt is the places that tend to vote large numbers for the Republican Party. Some people might consider Iowa to be a Bible Belt place because of its cultures and lifestyles. So the Bible Belt is not just in the deep American South. It's in all the places that are steeped in red and they all claim um, ultra-conservative theology. So places that are known to be Trump country, that is the Bible Belt. The Bible Belt is Wyoming. The Bible Belt is Ohio, by and large. Um, The Bible Belt, you can argue New Hampshire, because they're steeped in red, and they claim the Bible for why they vote the way that they vote. Um, Certain parts of Arizona, Bible Belt. Um, North Dakota, South Dakota, you can say that's the Bible Belt. So the Bible Belt is bigger than just the southern United States. It's all those red places, Bible Belt. Um, So I can't go in those places. Also, within those Bible Belt places, I heard stories of people being followed, chased, and pursued by racists. And these people that were being followed, pursued, and chased were black, indigenous people of color, and you have these wilderness highways, and these black, indigenous people of color would go missing, and there's still stories that come out every now and then, here and there, of black, indigenous people of color being found hung on trees, and nuisances are found nearby. Um... So, if I can help it, I would never go to any of these Bible places, and I, I can't. I'm not. I'm not refraining from going out of irrational fear. I'm refraining from going because I have to be safe. I, I, I refuse to go to places where there are zero human rights safety measures for me. Um, any place that's known for finding human rights to be laughable, I cannot go because I don't believe in what is called tempting fate. I don't believe in dying before your appointed and anointed time. Um, I want to leave this earth as an as a person of old age, as a centurion of a hundred years of age. That's how I'm planning to go. I do not want to go before 100. And I'm not going to cut it in half by a century 
or cutting half, cutting in a third, which would make you know less than fifty years of age. No. Um. So I have to be practical and pragmatic about my own life and my own existence, my own breathing. And so that's another reason why my dating partners and sex partners were extremely small. I can't have sensitive lovers everywhere I go. Even if they were sensitive lovers in those places that would love to have me, I can't experience them because I have a purpose to serve and I can't serve my purpose if I quote unquote tempt fate. Um, and plus in those places, uh, autism rights is not real there. And it's laughable if somebody says it should be real. Um, LGBTQI plus rights makes them violently angry. And in those places, there are hate groups, terrorist groups, extremist groups that could bury you either on the side of the road or unmarked grave or they'll just bury you without putting a grave to mark your remains and in a lot of cases your remains may never be found or may not be found or may not be found right away um so some people may accuse me of cowardice and i'm like look i I'm not ashamed of who I am and my purpose. However, I have to use my head correctly and say, there are certain environments in life that will never have enough protection for you and have no protection for you, so why go? It makes no sense. Plus, it's normal for special education and special needs to be denigrated and degraded. Where in in those places I told you earlier, meaning the place I refuse to attend and visit, you're not allowed to have an education. Um, Autism centers don't exist in those places. Um... And those places have racism issues. Um, And those places are horrifying and terrifying to unmarried, child-free people like myself. So I would be a pariah for my sexual orientation, which is omnisexuality, pansexuality, my gender identity, non-binariness, going by all gender pronouns. Um, my race, ethnicity, black, indigenous, person of color. And my, um, my brain chemistry, brain wiring, which is autism, Asperger's syndrome, high-functioning autism, so... I would be a more than a I would be a more than a triple whammy, more than a double whammy, more than a three strikes you're out. I'm already out before I even try to hit the ball with my bat.
so I wouldn't be able to play on the team. Wouldn't be wouldn't be wouldn't be allowed to even be near the ballpark. Can't pitch. Can't run the bases. I'm not home run material to them. So. I also figured out that within those places, another reason why I have to keep my dating partner small, sex partner small, is because I'm a blue waiver type of Democrat. I'm a progressive liberal at heart. And in those places are ultra conservative, um, very religious, right? So I would be a pariah that way too. So there would be people who may be um, Republican or conservative and they'll go, well, you know, I am attracted to you and, you know, I don't have a problem with, you know, your gender, identity, your sexual orientation or your race or your politics or how your brain works, you know, I want to act out my attraction, I want to act out my attraction to you, you know, enthusiastic consent and honoring sexual health, but I have these urges towards you, and I know you have these urges toward me, so I want to act out, let's act out these urges uh, responsibly. Even though some of you know, even though there there could be sensitive, I mean, especially with it, there may be some sensitive lovers that may be um, conservative Republican in their views, but they enjoy me for me. I'll be like. But the places where you live and the communities surrounding you, a lot, most of them would not feel favorable towards me. They would feel unfavorable. So I'm like, it has nothing to do with you. It's the people that are in the neighborhood that you live in. Yeah, so I have to really think it's 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 not easy to reduce the amount of sense of love that's out there that they are there in those places, but it sucks that I have to turn them down. I don't want to do it. I don't like to do it, but for my safety, I have to. I just don't think... I would have the protection needed to be in those places and be just fine because like the Middle East, Africa, you got ISIS, Taliban, and they are 
the mafia groups of Africa and the Middle East just I don't want to have to deal with them if I don't have to um And I'm pretty sure there would be sensitive lovers and all those places I told you about that wouldn't mind me being me and would still be like, look, to be honest, you make me horny, I make you horny. Let's ease our head and our heart as we express our desires for each other. It would be, I would say... What's surrounding you is what's making it me painful after say to say no, you know. Um and that person can't help who their neighbors are and I get that whenever shame them for that or blame them for that. I would say to those people, you would be you would be even more helpful if you would be willing to either move to America or fly back and forth from where you are to where I am, so we could still uh, be true to ourselves with each other together. And then I thought about my time within um, and just these episodes of all the this whole episode. I thought about my time of what I've been thinking about in this episode. And I would have to say that um, I do understand that that being me there's a lot of costs I have to pay. I won't be having life pain free, discomfort free, and I'll have to deal with sickness from time to time just like any other human being. Um, being me it's going to cost me money, power, approval, acceptance, networking, relationships. Governmental opportunities. Political opportunities. Um, facing exile. 
being banned from certain parts of the world and certain events within the world and certain functions within the world. Certain industries don't, would not want to have anything to do with me. Um, a lot of people or my biological relatives would not want to deal with me. Um, may, it's gonna cause it may cause me friendships. Um, it may cost me. Um, It's going to cost me comfort. Um, There are times where I'll be hurting internally. Um, There are times where there's certain business deals I can't do in terms of signing. There's certain entrepreneurship I won't be able to partake in. Certain homes will not welcome me um certain public venues will ban me before I even have a chance to come on in um being who I am is very costly also in terms of My career may have setbacks from time to time. And I may be the victim of insults, personal attacks, and verbal abuse from time to time. I may be the laughing stock to many people. I don't have a martyr Attitude. I don't have martyr syndrome. I'm just talking about how when you're true to yourself, there'll be a lot of people who always make sure you're good to go in terms of all your basic human needs being legally met, um, appropriately met, and met in the name of moral excellence. Then there'll be a lot of people who will do their best to make your life hell because you're not fraudulent in character like they are. So being me publicly means that I pay more costs than the average person. Most people don't have to pay as many costs as I do. I pay more expenses metaphorically in terms of who I am than others and who they are because most people are private figures. Me, I'm a public figure. So there's more I have to pay up than the average person in the world. And I've come to embrace that about who I am because I said, so many people say, why not just blend in? Why not just pretend that you're not all the things that you know yourself to be? And this is what I mean when I said, I said, why should I have to suffer from self Imposter syndrome. Why should I have to war with myself, making myself my own enemy? 
And why should I have to have bigots dictate how I live, how I breathe, how I exist, and how I die? And why do these terrorists get to dictate all things my life and all things me? And some people would even say, don't you think it's foolish of you to do porn? I would say, ethical sex is an art form and no art form should be deemed unworthy of healthy publicity. You can depict sex compassionately. You can depict sex wholesomely. You can depict sex as with empathy as the center. So because sex can be artful as well, then it makes no sense to go to go cover up something that is meant to be a gorgeous human response, a gorgeous human reaction, a gorgeous human expression, a gorgeous human demonstration. So because there's no distastefulness to this, and there's no tackiness to this, then I'm not doing anything morally wrong. I'm not doing anything legally wrong. And I'm not violating any human rights in terms of this career that just comes natural to me. Everything I do is natural to me. And everything I do is harmless to me. And because I know it's harmless to me, I know in my heart it won't be harmless to you as the listeners and to anybody else and everybody else. And I want to add one more thing before I conclude the episode. Cyberbullying. Video chat bullying and social media bullying is another reason why I keep my dating partners and sex partners small. Because when you dare to be yourself openly like I am, From time to time, myself and my team may have to legally, appropriately, and in the name of moral excellence, use all the constructive and therapeutic and law enforcement honoring ways of protecting me from those type of despicable people. Um, it's not happening to me now. I'll never say it'll never happen. But it's something you know, in the future that could happen. 
there's a high probability of it happening and I already know I have the right people around me to um, keep them from ruining my life because what I don't what I don't want is to live my life scared and live my life in confidence and courage um I feel like at the same time I don't want to go around poking the bear um what I mean is I don't want to make enemies if I don't have to it's one thing to be who you are and enemies are made even though that's not what you intended it's another thing to just be a horrible human purposefully. Therefore, you're purposely making people mad at you because if you weren't a jerk, they wouldn't have a problem with you in the first place. That's not what I'm on. That's not what I do. So that's what I wanted to say is and that's what I needed to say more importantly and most importantly.